I um I want to explain to you why President Trump is who he is in the in the face of all of the things that he's been experiencing. Nobody among us, and I'm sure that we all might uh, think that we could acknowledge that he can't he he isn't affected like most of us would be in the face of everything the guy has gone through. China hoax, Russia hoax, collusion, the fake impeachment that didn't have any proof or bearing and that doesn't even count. He was acquitted. It was baseless. It was a joke. Everybody knows it except the the new Democratic Socialist Communist Party. And then the election that we're currently in the throngs of right now waiting to see who prevails in all of it. And how does he, the president, remain so calm, cool, and collected? So, Students, I have some notes here that I want to talk from, and I typically, when I do these live shows, I don't talk at all from notes. But this is so important; it's so important. You're going to want to you're you're going to want me to um to have the notes. So let's review, students, shall we? First of all, we need to agree and come to the conclusion that there is no such thing as the Democratic Party anymore. The Democratic Party of John F. Kennedy doesn't exist anymore, ladies and gentlemen. It's gone, kaput, kaplunk, dead, muerto, whatever. It's gone. So all we have now and what we're left with in all seriousness is the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party. The self-proclaimed New Democratic Socialist Communist Party. And Evidence of the obvious is sufficient. You may hear me say that a few times tonight. Evidence of the obvious is sufficient. We have Chuck Schumer out in the streets of Georgia today saying, we're going to take the Senate seat. We're going to take this Senate seat in, in Georgia. And then, and this is what he said, his own words, and then we're going to change America. And he raises his fist in the crowd, you know, all 20 of them go wild and crazy. We're going to change America. Well, this is what the New Democratic Socialist Communist Party has been saying all summer long. So why would we doubt them? Why why do we doubt? In fact, Obama started to say, we're going to fundamentally transform America. And, you know, and so they went down that road and we, we shouldn't doubt them. We should not doubt them. Nancy Pelosi, the squad, all of them, they want to change America fundamentally. And therefore, I'll put it to you. The very fact that these folks want to burn America and topple statues and change our history disqualifies them from being an American political party. They're no longer an American political party. You can count on that and you can believe it. Evidence of the obvious is sufficient. So, students, here we go. The new stuff. Students of the right side, here you go. I want to read from the notes and let you know what I'm talking about. Fraudulent ballots in Pennsylvania. Today, 100,000 of them all voted for Biden. Every single one of them that was discovered voted for Biden, 100,000 of them. That's a lot. But not one of these ballots, not one single bloody ballot that was found today to come through the system had any other candidate marked on it except for Vice President Biden. You would think that out of the 100,000 ballots they found, there would be somebody who voted for at least one or two other Democrats down ballot. But they all of these ballots just had Vice President Biden's name checked on them. Come on. Now, if you're incapable of seeing that as a huge red flag and thinking to yourself, well, hang on a minute, there might be something up here. 
you know, 100,000 ballots just appeared and Biden is the only name on them. If you can't see that as absolutely a red flag, you have no hope of ever becoming intellectually mature, ladies and gentlemen. None at all. And I'm sorry. You just don't. So now you you look at these 100,000 ballots in Pennsylvania. You had a couple of days ago in Michigan, 150,000 of them come through the same way. If any of you watched the, the the live broadcast election night, whether you're watching Fox or MSNBC or CNN or whatever, you're watching them. You know, you had the news, the guys at the big board punching the states and saying, well, I'm back in 2016, you know, Trump did this and Hillary did that. And let's look at today. Biden's doing this and Trump's doing this. You know, they're on the big board. It's pretty slick and fancy. They're tabulating the votes. You've got your decision desk, people at the decision desk making the decisions whether or not to call certain states or counties or whatever for whatever candidate. But you noticed on cue, and every one of them at the same time, if you're watching the different channels at the same time, every one of them go, when they're looking at Pennsylvania and Michigan, boom, wow, hey, did you see that? Hey, Johnny, Pennsylvania just got 150,000 votes for Biden. How is that? I don't know. Wow, I just didn't know that. And then Trump, Trump's votes go down. So, you know, I, I'm not a political scientist, but I do know the nature of elections, and the nature of elections is that you get votes. And very rarely do you get 150,000 of them at the same time. And But secondly, and perhaps more importantly, I don't know of any election where votes are just taken away from you. But that's what happened in Pennsylvania, and that's what happened in Michigan. Far be it for me, because I'm not on the front lines, I'm not Rudy Giuliani, but it just seemed strange for me at home watching it. All of a sudden, all these newscasters go, wow, did you see it? This certainly must resonate with you. I bet if you watched it, you saw, right, the reactions. They were genuinely shocked when they saw that amount of votes come through for Biden. So that makes you look at what's called the Dominion software. Dominion software is the tallying software that's used. And I'm not going to go into great detail, but I'm going to tell you this. Dominion software can cut up ballots into fractions, into sections, so that it makes it appear as if the growth of votes, the, the organic growth of votes, uh, happens slowly. Well, they didn't do it right. The people that hacked the system, and that's what we're talking about, is the hacking of systems. The entire election can be affected by fractioning votes because it happens so slowly and incrementally that you don't notice it. But that night, the election night, they didn't do it right, the people that were trying to affect it, because all of a sudden these votes show up. And you saw it. You saw it if you're watching live. Now, I think that what we, again, Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff is one of the executive directors of Dominion Software. Senator Feinstein of California, she has a husband who is also a shareholder, Dominion Software. All of this is crazy, collaborative fraud. And you have to wonder why and how could it happen? Well, as it turns out, President Trump and the Department of Homeland Security had set up a sting several months ago where they created these ballots with an invisible watermark. You can see the watermark if you have the special light and so forth. Some of you have probably seen the story as well. And Trump and his team knew and anticipated this entire thing happening. So that's why when you think and you look again at the news of the night of the election or at least the nights leading up to the election, remember, people were boarding up their businesses. People were afraid because if Trump wins, who's going to go nuts? 
the electoral base of the new Democratic Socialist Communist Party. They're going to go nuts. They had bricks delivered to street corners in the cities. They have everybody ready at on call, ready to go with Molotov cocktails and everything else, ready to riot in case Trump wins. Because it wouldn't have been the right side. It wouldn't have been the Republicans who mobbed and riot and looted and stealed and, 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 and created all of the anarchy and arson that we've seen all summer long. Now, what about the president? What about his demeanor since the election night, right? Okay, the fraud happens. He's down in the count. He was leading at one point, and then all of a sudden his votes begin to be taken away. Again, call me crazy. In elections, votes typically don't go down. They go up or they plateau or stop. They don't decrease like they did with him. He goes out this, this past weekend, a couple of days ago, when he's golfing, he's at Miralago. And by the way, for all of you kooks that go, well, there he goes again, President Trump out there golfing, that's what he does. If you think that a president has to be in the Oval Office every day of his life to manage the country, um, yeah, you're, you're not intellectually mature. A president is never off the grid, okay, even if he's on vacation. And I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I never complained when Obama went golfing, never complained when Carter went golfing, Reagan, Bush, whatever. They can go golf, damn it. Let them go golf because there's a guy over there in the golf cart that's got everything that he needs in case something goes wrong and everything that he needs to stay in touch with managing the country. So get over the fact that the guy goes golfing. But that's what he did last weekend. In the in the in the midst of all of this nonsense, this fraud going on. And if you're able to look at this and have any critical thinking skills, you must certainly say, how in the hell is the president so calm? How is he able to go out and just relax. I, I saw a video of him coming up at the golf cart after his game of golf, and there happened to be a couple getting married there. Trump didn't know the couple, but the couple came out and saw the president. The couple asked if they could have their picture taken with him. Trump gladly and happily obliges. They take a picture. It's lovely. It's great. And, and I'm left thinking, wow, how is he so calm? And then it dawns on me, he knows. He's been working on this with the Department of Homeland Security all summer long, ladies and gentlemen. He knows the numbers. He knows the depth and the breadth of the entire scandal. He knows about the Dominion Software Project. He knows about the 150,000 votes in Michigan. He knows about the 100,000 plus. And, I'm, and this isn't all of the votes. That's just the latest stories that are coming out. There is multiple hundreds of thousands more. The, the dozens upon dozens of whistleblowers that have now come forth and, and given sworn testimony saying that they were told to change dates on ballots, to do away with other ballots, finding ballots with Trump's name on them in the trash cans. All of these stories are well documented on social media. But Trump remains calm because he knows. He knows what's going on. I, I think, you know, he loves the country. He's very rarely, and this makes liberal heads explode. And here's here's the truth. Objectively speaking, whether you love him or hate him. Now, if you hate him, you're so blinded by your hate that you're unable sometimes to see the truth. President Trump is very rarely wrong. And that's just the objective truth. Everything that he has said during his presidency, every promise that he made, every pledge that he made, during his candidacy, 
He's fulfilled them and and beyond. He's very rarely wrong when it comes to a hunch. All summer long, he's warning us about the mail-in voting threat. And, you know, mail-in voting, for those of you that think you can just mail in a, a, a ballot, God bless you. God bless you for being so simple-minded and perhaps naive. But there are those people among us, ladies and gentlemen, who will take mail-in ballots, either collect them, mail-in ballots that might otherwise be legitimate, but collect them and then falsify them with other information, other people's names, other other people's birth dates, perhaps social security, whatever. But mail-in ballots, not not all of them require a driver's license number. Not all, not all of them require a social security number. And, and they can be forged and copied and duplicated and filled out multiple times. And if you can't see that, and if you're not willing to admit that, um, then there's no hope and you're not watching me any longer at this point. Mail-in voting without proper identification and proper safeguards is a, is a disaster. President Trump primed us all for this during the summer. Um, and I think that had it not been for Trump and your hatred of him, for those of you that didn't believe him, you would you would be readily able to agree with that that is that it's a problem and if you think that the guy who wrote the book the art of the deal doesn't know when to drop the hammer when it's required then you're missing the whole point um trump tweeted just the other day and i have, i'm going to read the exact quote 71 million legal votes trump quoted 71 million legal legal is capitalized Legal votes, the most ever capitalized ever for a sitting president. Trump garnered 71 million legal votes for a sitting president. Now, if any of you want to challenge me and think and and say that 51% of the people in this country voted for Joe Biden and a socialist communist agenda, um, I'll be able to, I would love to have that conversation. I would love to see how you come up with that. I would love to see it without forgery and fraud. And 150,000 here, 100 there, 200 over there. You can't. Evidence of the obvious is sufficient. A, a person that hides in his basement, a person that can't draw 22 people or fill a minivan at a rally. Oh, but Doug, rallies don't matter. Rallies, we were being safe. We didn't want to cause super spreader events. Exactly. Okay, fine. That's why just the other night, when all of the major newscasts said that, well, we're going to project Biden the winner, y'all went out in the streets and you celebrated in super spreader events. So stop the BS, stop the nonsense, and let's begin to think about this critically. Because I think what what we have here is a president who is able to remain calm in the midst of all that's going on because he knows. He knows. We had Kylie McEnany today on tonight on the Sean Hannity program. She had a stack of affidavits, sworn affidavits um, from people who swear that they were witnesses to voter fraud. And we have the, the ability to be able to, 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 I think that we all have to be able to distinguish the difference, the fundamental difference between what socialists, communists want to do, the Democratic Socialist Communist Party. And think about this. We're going to give you free stuff. Wink. We're going to give you free stuff. You're going to have free college. You're going to have free health care. Uh, we're going to forgive your student loans and all of this. 
Okay, great. Sounds good. I am in. You know, says the person who's not able to engage in any kind of critical thinking. I'm in. Well, what they really are doing here is keeping you enslaved to government entitlements. In order for you to get the health, in fact, in order for you to get health care, free college, uh, or whatever they're offering you, here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to subject yourselves to the rule of the elites. You think socialism and communism doesn't have elites? Look at them. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, the squad. Let's make a list of all these Republicans that backed up Trump. Let's keep track of them because we want to make sure that they can't serve on boards of directors or have jobs. They said this. I'm not making this up. This is right out of the Nazi playbook. And so we have these people saying these things, doing these things, acting this way. And you're left thinking this. Here's what they'll do. In order for you to reap the benefits of all of this free stuff, one of the things they're going to make you do is they're going to make you take the Bill Gates and the Dr. Fauci vaccines. And it's not going to be an elective. You're going to be mandated. If you want to travel on an airplane or a boat or go on a cruise, you're going to have to take a vaccine. And I'm not making it up. That's just one example of what they'll make you do. Mask up. We're going to shut down this entire country. We're going to give you a free income. Don't worry about that. We're going to give you a guaranteed salary. It'll be just enough for you to get by. Forget about your ability to be an entrepreneur or forget about your ability to be ingenious enough to find a way to make more than what we, uh uh-uh. Study a little bit of history. Look at Venezuela. Look at Cuba. You think I'm kidding? Look them up. Study them. See what happened. Venezuela thriving robust economy, the same thing in Cuba. And then when you had their leaders come in and implement socialism, only the only people that were living high on the hog were the elites. And that's what you're going to be faced with with regards to these guys. So Trump has it all figured out. I think that the playbook of the New Democratic Socialist Party is this, chaos times anarchy divided by false narrative equals fear. Chaos times anarchy divided by false narrative equals fear. And that's what they banked on all summer long. George Floyd, forget about it. One second we were concerned about his life. The next it was Black Lives Matter and Antifa and riots, Molotov cocktails, bricks delivered to streets on city street corners, and the rest is history. Let's stop. Let's take that statue down. Jesus doesn't belong here. Columbus doesn't belong. Get him out. We saw it all happen. Why in election year? Oh, and then the virus, of course, the virus. How could we forget COVID-19? Chaos times anarchy divided by false narratives of the media equals fear. And when people are afraid, they want to change it. They want comfort. And so that's the playbook of the New Democratic Socialist Party. We saw their electoral base all summer long in the streets burning and committing riots, looting and anarchy. And that's who we're up against. President Trump knows the breadth and the depth of the scandal. The fraud is real. The numbers here that I've read and the, the, the data that I've looked at, and I'm, I'm convinced that we're going to see a, a credible case put forth. Who, who knows? I certainly can't predict how this is all going to go down, but it certainly looks fishy. And I think that um, we have to be able to look at both sides and see and understand why. Why do people feel like they need to riot, commit anarchy, rioting, and looting, and not condemn it? 
until they're actually forced to during a debate. I think that President Trump is the man for the job, and I think that all of us ought to be able to do some critical thinking and look at evidence of the obvious. This thing's far from over. I certainly, for one, can't predict what's going to happen. Um, I think that we all deserve and uh, should expect that we would be able to be certain that whatever ballots and votes are cast and counted in this country are the ones that are legally done so, and that we have to be able to be confident that whoever wins this thing uh, will will have won it because they did it fair and square, and they did it legally and within the constraints of what the system and our Constitution set forth. So that's all I've got to say. I um, I appreciate it. And thanks for watching. Please remember to subscribe to our channel. We're on YouTube. On any of the podcast platforms out there, we're on all of them. I uh, am thankful for all of you. And may God continue to bless you guys. Let's continue to pray for each other, no matter what side you're on, the right side, the left side, or whatever. Let's pray for each other, because that's how we all begin to uh, come together. And I will always endeavor to tell you what I know and try to make sure that you hear what I think, because that's what it's all about, at least right here on the right side. Thanks again, everybody. God bless you, and God bless America. We'll meet again right here on the right side. Cheers. (laughs) 